Hey guys, uh, this is Steve. Um, this is a little, I guess, disclaimer. So the next episode you're going to listen to is our interview with Mason from Vertex Effects. We're actually recording this two days after we posted that. And after we posted it, we got a, um, a lot of flack for the interview. Uh, sure. A lot of people who didn't think that we did our due diligence on research, um, that we didn't like ask hard enough questions, uh, both of which are true. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, so, so I guess I just want to say this. If you've listened to the episode already and all of a sudden this is like popping up on your feed, like, you know, check out the show notes. There's a bunch of links in there for you to check out. But basically, um, right, this, so um, basically, like when we went to the Quilter event, we got a list of all the vendors who are going to be there. We sent out emails to all of them and said, who wants to do an interview? Um, and pretty much everyone who said, I can do it at this time slot, like we kept to that. Yeah. And we kind of were flying by the seat of our pants. I didn't do any research on anyone. I, I most of the names I was like, oh, lace sensor's going to be there. Oh, Oddfell is going to be yeah, there. Yeah, it was kind of like these oh, vague associations. Quilter, it was like I've I've heard of these people. I you know I don't think I need to look anything yeah. up. And we kind of have a loose style, so, anyways. So Ryan, as you heard in the in the episode, if you've listened to the episode, you or will you, you hear, will hear in the episode. <laughs> um, like he just completely blanked. I was vaguely aware of like drama with this company before, but. I guess some would say, like, in my naivete, I figured, like, well, it's a few years later. If they're still around, then, yeah, what's going like, on? either the air has been cleared or this guy's, like, really good. Um, and I, we'll leave that for you guys to decide. But basically, um, in the episode, once Ryan remembers the whole thing, he goes, oh, I'm going to post this on the gear page. Right, right. Like, to watch everybody freak out. Right, because uh, that's, uh, that's what the gear page does. Yeah, and that can be good or bad. I think uh, I, I think uh, the gear page should be proud for developing their own culture, and I think if you love being there, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, to to people like me, it's an incredible circus, right? And I think <laughs> I think in, there are instances where I think there are people who called us out who did it the right way, oh, of course, and who were like, "Okay, you guys screwed up. Like, now what are you going to do to fix it?" Uh huh. And that there, and then I think there are people who. Like maybe kind of went a little overboard, but basically, well, I, I I've I have to admit, and I've I said a lot of stuff about myself on there where I was admitting to just being an asshole and being you know a troll. I have to admit that I was intentionally staying vague with my feelings on the thing to keep the circus going. Right. So that's that's you know the sickness that's in me is that I'm right. You know, and meanwhile, I'm just terrible like, person I'm on just the internet. watching Ryan Trainwreck. <laughs> And going into other threads where he's saying like dumb things like that he thinks the Dan Electro PBJ pedal is analog. I did. Well, I decided, you know, I'm on here. I should spend more time on on TGP. (laughs) And so I started going around and spreading around the, uh, you know, exposing the fact that I don't know very much about certain things. Uh, but I totally did think that the PB&J was an analog <laughs> right. delay. What was the other one that you thought was analog? The Tomcat oh, Daydreamer, Tom which is a pedal I completely love. And I did a demo of it the whole time I thought it was analog. It's I, got a reverb section. Of course it's not analog. Shows what I know. So anyway, um, basically, I'm if, not you, perfect, if you guys. go in the show notes, you're going to see a link to the thread where we get called out. Ryan posted it, got it taken down for self-promotion, and then somebody else yeah. reposted it. Um, so... Both thanks and thanks, I guess. <laughs> well, um, they they reposted it 
to call us out and to uh, and to make fun of us, basically. Well, I, th- I no, which you know, is fine. I don't which even think fine. they reposted it to make fun of us. I think they reposted it to be like, look, this is this is another this is a new piece in the story. Sure, sure, and it sure. deserves to have its own place. Sure, sure. Which which that's fine. So so you're gonna see that. Um, basically, what I say in the show notes is I was like I've already said I really only knew about the wall. I didn't realize. Um, per Mason's gear page confession, which is also on there, that it was actually like the majority of the products that were being made by Vertex at the time. Um, right after that happened, like within two or three days, Michael Landau, who was one of the people he was working with, uh-huh. basically like called all of, like made a post and called all of his, or all of the stores that were selling products with his name on, on it uh-huh. and was like, you have 30 days to pull it off. I'll reimburse you or whatever. Right. Um, there are a couple other people who got involved in this. There are links to, there's actually a link where Joe Bonamassa, uh-huh. uh, had something to say about it. So I think there were just, like I said, I kind of saw the vertex wall thing as a red flag, but like whenever I say the word red flag lately, I think about soccer where if you get two yeah. yellow cards, you're out of the game. Well, I, ha- if you get a red card, you're out of the game, but you can come back later in this case, like. Some people would say, and I don't necessarily disagree. I don't. I don't know because if you listen to the show a lot, you know we always give people like the. Us, we want to give people a second chance. Sure, sure. We want to see the, well, the give, gear community, especially forward. when they're in front of me, face to face. Yeah, I give people the benefit of a doubt, and I also like someone posted on the gear page thread these videos about uh, like identifying con man and then identifying gullible people, right? And as I'm watching the con man video, I'm realizing my interview style is to be nice to people so that they'll just like keep talking. And that's kind of like the con man that's inside of me. And, and ultimately, <laughs> like, like maybe oh, so. So um, and ultimately, like, maybe that's a problem because we don't do interviews. We don't. Yeah, we, we, it's not our specialty we, I, at when all. When we did one of the interviews, someone was like, so do you have a bunch of like questions prepared? And we're like, no. Nope. <laughs> like, we're just going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And and so so maybe, like, that's on us. That's I mean, on to us. Be, for, to be fair to Mason, he's the one who brought this up in the interview. Right. And we, I uh, obviously didn't remember. You vaguely remembered. Well, and then I, when I did remember, like, I, I remembered there was controversy with this guy. I didn't remember any of the details other than there was a rebranded walk. Right. And that's and that's all I knew about. And you know, like I said, the the rabbit hole goes a lot deeper than that. So please sure. please I would say like if you're interested in the brand, like read the links and then decide for yourself. Yeah. And I got I got to say I was uh, uh Brandon messaged me. Did I just mess up his name? Mason? Mason messaged me. Jeez Louise, it's been a long day. Uh he messaged me as like he basically like apologized for the firestorm that was the uh, the gear page post, and and he was like saying, hey, if you want to do any kind of follow up interview, that he's that he's down. And I was just like, I kind of just want to do a recap and see what kind of response we get, and if people are really begging for it, then we'll do that. So is this like a reverse order recap? Uh, I guess so. Well, people are gonna, you know, they'll hear it and they'll go listen, and it's fine. You know, both these pieces are right. pretty short. Uh, um, so what, what I want to say is uh, something that I told him, because uh, he was obviously reading the whole thing. Uh, if he's currently, like, being honest about how his products are made and what they are and delivering them in a normal way to his customers, 
in that way, I'm fine with him. Right. From what I was gathering from the post and what other people were sharing and stuff, it sounds like he's still lying about what happened in the past. Right. And, and that there's things he said in our interview with him that are still not truthful to what happened in the past. And if that's true, then that's that sucks. And I'm sorry that he feels the need that he has to do that. I mean, it's like, this stuff is out. He might as well just go for it. But then, you know, it's... I realize it must be very embarrassing. I don't want to sound like I'm apologizing for him and being apologetic, but I can, I guess I can feel empathetic for this hole he's dug for himself. Right. (laughs) Like I kind of let off with, um, there's basically, for me, there's two ways to look at it. Either like we got sucked in and we got played for suckers. Or he's actually changed. Like those are the two. Well, I think I th- those are the two I ways to look he, at it. I think he assumed walking into it that he was going to get hardball questions from us, and he was waiting for it to happen. Right. Because we really didn't like all we had was a single email, like confirming a time, and then I walked up to his booth and like, "Hey, you ready to interview?" And then I was like, "Oh, before we do that, like talk me through your three pedals that you have here." Sure. Like, that was the extent of our interaction with this guy before we actually sat down. And like we said, we we're bad interviewers, and like people said on the gear page, we're just awful journalists and should attend a well, journalism one on one class. We're not journalists, so. right? Well, we're barely journalists. Someone was saying, by fact of being recording ourselves and doing interviews, we're uh, journalists, no matter how naive we are. Sure. Um, so, which is you know, which is a fair point, but I, but also like you know, we are what we are. <laughs> right. Um, so, so just to wrap up, I would say again for Ryan and I, this is our first direct interaction with Vertex. I was vaguely aware of the story before. I'm much more aware of it now. Sure, sure. I would. What I'd be interested in is if you, the listener, have had an interaction. If you were part of any of these, like big, big ripoffs that happen with either the volume pedal, the wall pedal, the different other products, cables, whatever. Um, we'd love to hear your story. Sure. So shoot us an email I mean, at 60cyclehumcast at gmail.com. Or even better, if we get enough of these, we'll throw together a compilation of stories. Uh, shoot us, uh, like, call our voicemail, 619-363-HUMM. Leave us, like, maybe a three- to five-minute voicemail. And as long as the audio quality is decent, and if there's a few of them, we'll throw them together and release them as a midweek. Yeah, Because we'd love to hear your stories. Yeah, totally. And I know that people on the gear page, if they're listening to this, are like, oh, they're just trying to mine this for more content (laughs) so they can get more listeners out of us and make more of that money that they're making. (laughs) I'm not not even, honestly, at this point, like, I'm not even really that interested in, in posting the disclaimer, so... Right, right. Like, whatever happens at this point, like, I'm just kind of reacting and not really being like, I'm like, all right, what, whatever. Yeah, I don't think we're going to post this to the gear page. If someone else posts it there, that's fine. But I don't, um, I don't want to, I don't want to poke the hornet's nest anymore over there. I'm kind of, I'm going to, I think I'm going to be more active on the gear page because I actually started another thread on the guitar section that's taken off a little bit and that isn't quite so inflammatory. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to, I'm going to try, start to try to be more of a, a regular over there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys got some useful information out of this. I hope that we were fair to everyone involved. If you are interested in the pedals that Vertex makes, uh, the, I guess this is our buyer beware, but go ahead and still look into them. And if you feel weird about buying them new, uh, you know that we loved the used market. So yeah, there's lots of co- <laughs> there's lots of companies that you know. 
I, I, I don't even know what to say. Basically, but I think we should wrap this basically, up. Basically, yeah, I would just say do what you want to do. If reading all these stories, you're like, wow, there's just way too much going on here. I don't want to get into it. Then, then by all means, don't. I and, kinda, and, if, and if your reasoning is like, I don't really care how good the pedals sound, like you don't I don't want to, I don't want to be associated with this. Like that's, I totally understand that. The only reason we haven't taken the interview down is because I think once we put it out there, it needs to stay out there, and that's why instead of taking it down, we're recording this. Well, I don't feel bad about it, and maybe I'm just you know like an exhibitionist. I don't feel embarrassed. I don't feel bad. I you know it's we were honest and we did our natural thing and i don't feel like we screwed up in any way right we were we were ill-informed and we were uh, poorly prepared and i would totally interview him uh i would i would go back in time and do it all again but i would be ready with uh more pertinent questions right so i think that's my thing is that i i knew a little bit going in and i should have been up front from the beginning when we were over there like talking to him about his stuff i should have been like hey like how deep down? Like I want to get into the rabbit hole. Right, right. How did you? How deep can we get you? To, you can we get you to cry on the microphone? Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not necessarily. That's but. that's a dream of mine to get a guest on and have them get into tears. Oh my gosh! Full. You're full. just all about like inciting these, rage. No, I have all these like like secret little personal goals. <laughs> Then, you know, like another uh, thing I can put in the book of my life, I guess. Oh like gosh. I got someone to cry on the microphone. I don't know. All right. I'm a bad person. Yep. Uh, I'm a lazy asshole. And, <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. Bye.